You are now tuning in to your new favorite podcast. I'm your host, Rosie, and this is The Rosie Perspective, where you're going to hear a little bit of any and everything. Now let's get into it. Rosie, I'm back with another episode of the Rosie Perspective. Now, today, <laughs> today I have a special guest, okay? And I, I didn't know when I was going to get him on here, but he's on here today. We're going to get to talking. So I have Dewan, or like Court likes to call him, Daywan from Grow Me Logic. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Hi, Duane. What's up with you? I'm so glad you're finally on here. You know, I, I never, I never knew when I was gonna have you on here because you know, like I said, you know, I got like a love hate relationship with with Duane, and I don't even know why. <laughs> Sometimes you get on my fucking nerves, but then I fuck with you. So I was like, you know what? But you've been doing pretty good, you know, in these recent months. So I'm like, I enjoy our conversations, whether we debate or not. So I appreciate you coming on my platform finally. <laughs> Yo, thanks, thanks for having me. I feel like uh, this, this is a season I'm finally starting to get some respect on my name. You know, tap in Tuesday gang, fucking with it. Like, it's, 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 it's something heavy. So, like, I'm, I'm starting to, you know what I'm saying? Starting to smell myself a little bit, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, we definitely fuck with your debates. Because you'll be making some good points. And, you know, we hate to love you, but we can't help it. Because you you on point, Dewan. So, we got to give credit where credit's <laughs> due. So, yes, thank you for coming on. So, Obviously, we usually do relationship topics on this podcast, y'all, and this still falls into the line of that. However, Married at First Sight fans, we are calling you all to the platform to come and listen, because if it's one thing me and Dewan's going to do is recap each episode of Married at First Sight this season. So we are here to talk about Decision Day, talk about the whole season of Married at First Sight Houston. And just break down what went wrong and what went right. So, Dewan, you are the guest. But before we get into that, um, if you could just let the listeners know a little bit about your platform, because you on these podcast streets, honey. Okay. Listen, uh, uh, grown man logic of platform trying to build better people through accountability and critical thinking. So, like some of those like debates and points that I'd be making that you mentioned earlier, it's not necessarily that I really believe them. Um, it's just to open up you know, a listener's mind. It's a fact. <laughs> what, Dewan? You, you be raising my blood pressure on your live and you don't even believe some of the things you <laughs> It's a fact, right? Because like some, like some things, right? Like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like the, my stance on, on like how things are in society, right? It's not, my personal beliefs aren't there. But like if everybody on, on the panel is going one direction, like I think I owe it to the listener to be like, wait a minute, hold up. Wait, a, what about, what about this? And it just so happens that like I, I got a reputation for being prepared, right? So like when, when we, we talk about a topic, I look up stats both ways. And, and a lot of times I don't even have my opinion, like my mind made up until after all of these other points get made. But like, I, I'll just be like, yo, nah, 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 this is going too smooth. Let me... <laughs> <laughs> let me let me throw let me throw a rock in this game, right? But um, but I think that's where the critical thinking piece comes in because I think that you uh, I think it's only fair that you hear the other side when before you can't just be like, oh no, fuck that, I'm going just like this. Well, I mean, is that fair? Like, you know, what what about the other side? What if there's some valid points over there? Can we can we find somewhere to meet? And that, that's that's the goal. No, that's true because on your lives, as you can see, uh, you know, it is the three of you all. Somebody's always agreeing with one of the three of you. So 
clearly there's people out there that do think of things a different way than a lot of people. So you do speak for the motherfuckers. Uh, and, and you know, I'm always <laughs> going to be in the comments like, Dewan, you raised my blood pressure today, but <laughs> and you might raise my blood pressure today on this episode, but I'm mentally prepared for you today, Dewan. So <laughs> hey, listen, but, I, I got the, I got the, I got the Savion Blanc popping. I'm, 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 try, I'm gonna try and chill today. I'm trying right. to today. Act like, act like I got some home training. <laughs> All right, let's get it. Okay. And uh, Dewan, you're from Boston. To be honest, I feel like you are the first fellow podcaster. I know you don't live in Boston now, but you are the first podcaster since I started podcasting from Boston that I've actually collabed with, believe it or not. So, nice. I, <laughs> so yes, we got a first time Boston podcaster that's no longer in Boston, but always reps for Boston. So I respect it. So um, the greatest city in the world. The greatest city in the world. You know the vibes, baby. Okay. So <laughs> Dewan, being that you're the guest, I'm gonna let you start. What couple do you want to start with for Married at First Sight this season? Um, I, I kind of want to end on a high note, right? Um, so you and I both we made Twitter picks, right? Um, and I want to start with uh Zach and Michaela. Oh my god, we really gotta start with Zach and Michaela. There's so much to unpack. <laughs> Listen, I, because so I had to go back, I had to go back and like rewatch, right? Like because the whole the whole season, right? I was I was on Zach's side. I was like, yo, I was like, Michaela, uh, okay, stand by, your blood pressure's about to get raised. Oh, I was like, no. Michaela is on TV and she has all this notoriety and prestige, and she gets on TV and acts like the stereotypical angry black woman. I was on Zach's side, right? The only problem that I had with Zach the entire season long was the fact that he cried every fucking episode. Every episode, my <laughs> right. God. Now, so after like episode, like I think it was like 107, I was like, God damn, like, yo, no, come on, man, don't cry again. Come on, don't do it, don't do it, bro. Don't don't let him see you, come on. And um, I mean, looking at his background, you know what I'm saying? He's the youngest brother that I asked and the third, so maybe he was baby growing up or whatever. I'm not excusing it, I'm just, okay, cool. He's crying, like, it's going to be weak. She's going to run all over him. So I figured that they'd stay together through the process, and then eventually she'd get bored because she's too strong with personality. Then we get to decision day. Ciao. And I was the most disappointed that I had ever been in my life. Were you disappointed with what he was saying? as far as trying yeah. to play the games like who did he think he was for? even pastor Cal was like i know you fucking lying sir yes or fucking no like what do you mean i want to <laughs> see this is what i i forgot who i was talking to about it because you know we'd be all over the place with these conversations but i believe he wanted to quote unquote get divorced because of le- legal purposes if i'm not mistaken they pay for the divorce mm. after the process if on decision day they say no however after that you're on your own so i'm guessing he wanted them to take care of the divorce but he still wanted to fuck michaela yeah but see, uh, ooh. well i mean he essentially said that though um when he was when he was <laughs> when he was like yeah i still want to see where this goes right and then like you know after all of the arguments and everything when they you know he'd move out she'd move out they come back together they they'd smash right like they they pretty much admitted to that right like remember when she was talking to her sister like yeah i stayed tonight whatever right so like that's kind of that's kind of still the thing but it was kind of like you know his his logic didn't didn't make sense to me like you want you want you want a divorce Right. But instead of working on your marriage, you'd rather go back to being single and work up to something that you already are. So let me ask you a question as a man. 
why do you think he wants a divorce, but he still wants to quote unquote, continue to get to know her? Because for me, that's the only thing I can think of. He wants them to take care of the divorce, or he wants to make sure that there's no financial bind with Michaela because he knows in the long run, it's not going to go anywhere, but he does still want to smash. Why wouldn't he just say, okay, let's work through the marriage. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Why would he want to get a divorce, but still continue to be with her? But that's what I'm saying. I, his, his logic doesn't make sense to me, right? So, like, like I said, I was the whole like. I, listen, I even I picked him on Twitter. Right? I was like, "Yo, they're gonna make it." And then when he um, he sat down, he unfolded his little note, and, I was, and he read all of those beautiful things. They both cried together and shit. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm about to be bad a thousand right now, bro." And <laughs> um, what what um, I think. I think it was like self-sabotage, man. I think it was, um, I think, uh, cause I remember him saying or comment earlier in the season, how he had never really fell in love before. Right. right? And, and I think it, he, it was afraid cause he told her, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in love with you. But like, but then it, he, his actions didn't back up what he was saying. Right. It was, listen, it was I don't think like, Michaela or Zach were ever in love. Like, listen, there's like this trend with, trend with married at first sight. Like I can't put my finger on it because I won't say it to everybody, but something is not right with most of these people because I get it. They will literally get married at first sight and with, within the first two days, they're like, you know, I really feel like I love my husband. How, Sway? How? <laughs> what the fuck? Y'all are lying. Make it make sense. There's, I, I refuse to believe. They didn't get along for like 20 out of the 21 days within the first three That's weeks, when do they have time to fall in love? That's a fact. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, wait, and actually, actually, now that you mentioned it, they, they, it's, it's more than that because remember he caught COVID. So they weren't yes. together for like, <laughs> like 14 days. So how the fuck by day 21, they were in love. Right. I forgot about that part. Okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah. You just, you just bought that up right now. Oh, uh, nah, I mean, I, it, I mean, I think because like if you spend like all that much time with somebody, like I think it's it's possible to have like strong develop strong feelings, right? Right? Because because you're you know you're all about that person, and then the show is setting up all of these experiences which you were like you know what I mean day to day average people aren't thinking about True. you know skydiving and you know horse ranch and camping. You you're not thinking about all that stuff. You're not living like that after you get married. Like you know the common person, these are destination dates for us. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like okay, cool um we're okay we, we've been together like three months okay let's 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 go camping like i'm saying let's go skydiving like it, it doesn't happen so so much in like eight weeks so you have all these big extravagant like dates and events and everything like that so i feel like that's kind of where the show is putting the pressure on these people to uh to come together and and maybe True. setting them up for unrealistic expectations so i could i could see how in that that setting and that dynamic how it could happen but um, like you said, they, they was arguing and you know what I'm saying? They, they got a week and a half less than everybody else. So. Right. Right. And I know editing purposes, people are going to be like, there's so much you can't see. Listen, I don't think there was a single healthy thing about Michaela and Zach's relationship. That is the epitome of a toxic relationship. The highs, the lows, the highs, the lows. It was constant every episode. Yeah. Like there was not a full episode. Yeah. And it's like, they were never quite on the same page. They were, but they weren't. Then something would switch up. So I'm going to ask you to break down like their relationship. One, I am in like, you know, groups uh, on Facebook that talk about it. And Zach is just as problematic as Michaela, but in a different way. I think she's more, no, I, I don't want to call her psycho. I'm a black woman. You know, sometimes we got that. But <laughs> Michaela's a little tacked. 
Okay, like I'm not gonna sit here in front for sis because the scene, first scene that like really was, like, I was really talking to the TV like, no, sis is wild. Is when she slammed down the Clorox wipes in the cup when she found out that Zach had left Yo. that morning. Dewan, I was really right. like, okay. Um. <laughs> right, and the crazy thing about that is, is that like um she was she was that heated and they really didn't know each other yet if i remember right. if, the, if if i remember correctly right they had just moved in that place together because it was after the honeymoon but zach had covid the whole time so he had yeah. to go pick her up from her house for them to move in and then he he left he said you know something or whatever but like i feel like that he kind of he kind of he kind of forced that like not to that extreme right but he kind of got that reaction out of her because um, they talked about it uh, prior to, if, if I'm remembering right, they talked about it prior uh, to about her having issues. like abandonment. Yeah, they, she, I remember her mentioning that. And she actually, they did talk about it before because I remember Zach called COVID on a honeymoon and he left and she was like, I don't want to have to spend my honeymoon by myself. Oh, right. why? And then she goes into the whole uh, confessional scene where she's talking about, you know, my father wasn't around, this, that, mm-hmm. and the third, right? So they had to have talked about that before. So like, I feel like, you know, that, not to that extreme again i'm not excusing her behavior but her feelings i think were valid because um if you're married to somebody and you care about somebody you can't you have to keep that in mind like the the issues that they're coming to the relationship with right like if so if i tell you i got abandonment issues like okay cool right now i have to decide okay can i deal with checking in with you like you know every right. fucking you know 15 to 20 minutes or or not right and he's like okay i love you i'm, I'm gonna do this so he agreed to do that and meet her where she was and he didn't he didn't follow up on the side. I mean, I do agree with that because I do even myself. I like a line of communication. I think the part that really tripped me out, like you said, it's not excusable. Um, her actions were to the extreme. I get abandonment issues for some people, um, you know, are obviously more so or less really, really problematic for them. However, bitch, you knew that nigga for like three days. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> how do you get somebody to let you react like that three days abandonment issues or not? Like, but I think it's the whole, well, that's my husband now. Okay. I get it. The process on paper, he is now your husband, but let's be realistic. Like you said, they didn't have more than like three days together at that time. So if you're right. out at three days of us knowing each other, you can only imagine what's in store, but I will say Zach, he likes that reaction from Michaela as much as he swears he doesn't. Something inside of him likes that shit. He's a gaslighter. He knows what's gonna take her off, Dewan. He knows what's gonna take her off, and then at the same time he does it. But then when she reacts, he says she's crazy. But then he'll call her up and be like, "Can you spend the night, my nigga? Did you like it or did you not like it?" I feel like adult men that don't like that fuckery is not calling you to spend the night after you was wilding out. Fucking. That's all over the place they would have been like nah like i'm good you're gonna make it seem like oh i don't like that michaela i want to go home just let me go home i don't want to be anywhere around you and then on the low you're gonna call her and have her come over you cannot do that to women you can't no that's a fact i I agree with that 100 i'm not sure he likes it i think um i I think the the one I, th- I think the box might have been good, and he was just like, "Hey, look, I, I, don't, I don't, I'm not fucking with the behavior, but happy uh, because listen, in the bedroom, all of that craziness got to go somewhere. That's all I'm saying." But Dewan, what did he say at decision day? After my mom, Michaela is the most amazing woman I've met. Who he did? 
He, he did say that. I almost, <laughs> I almost like, I could, I was like, wait, and I'm not saying Michaela's not amazing, but I don't know what she was displaying off camera, but on camera, Michaela be wildin'. And I'm sure she was triggered in some aspects, but to call her like the second most amazing woman, you know, and she damn near like. After your mom? Bro. <laughs> That's why. That's why I swear. That's why I swear I was gonna be batting a thousand. He read his little letter, and then he said, uh, "You know, even uh, Pastor Cow, Doctor Pepper, and uh, right. what's the lady's name? They was all up to yeah, like, but, um, what the hell is her name? Viviana. I, I forget Viviana. Like, yeah, all of them were sitting up there, like, yeah, this is gonna be good, right? And that's why, like, they whoever edited that, you know, salute to whoever edited it, because when he was like, I want to get a divorce, the record stops. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> That was like the ultimate spur right there. Right. Um, yo, do you? Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to get no spoilers away um, about like what's on the the rumor sheet or whatever. But like, yo, you think that like Zach was distracted, like the like during the process? Because I, I feel like my whole like girl never that I'm, from, we're not going to talk about that was a part of the cast. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you say distracted, thing, right? I, what do you mean distracted? So I feel like that Zach. I feel like the Zach never recovered from the Clorox incident, right? Like, I think that he was all in, right? And then when he saw that, it was kind of just a, it kind of just shut him down. He was like, yo, fuck this. I'm not even, I'll play the game for TV, but that's it, True. right? And at the same time, you know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody was like, look, I, I just want to be loved. And he's like, I just want to love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I mean. I'm just I agree with one thing. I do believe after the Clorox incident, because it wasn't just a slamming on the table because he didn't even know about that until probably when he seen the footage, but she moved out. Like, sis, you dead ass moved out, out. Like you took all your shit and left. <laughs> she was gone. Right. <laughs> and she did speak to him in a very unhealthy and condescending manner. And like, oftentimes she did, but there were times where they were able to communicate well. But like an example, when they were at, um, I don't know if it was a cabin, but when they all took that trip and then he was like, okay, well, I want to leave. But then she's like, go, leave right now. Go, go. Bye. What are you still doing here? Sis. And then he's really gets ready to leave. And you damn near lost your fucking mind. Like, so how can he be attracted where he no, knows no. at any point you're going to be, what do they call her? Hurricane or something? Her Hurricane K. Yeah. Her, hurricane K. But, but yo, but I will say this. Okay. Now playing the scene back in my mind when he was jumping in the car who who was who was out there i mean she I said, this ain't right this ain't right you're not gonna stop him you men are just gonna let this happen well see there was so much <laughs> fucked up shit happening amongst us like i'm trying because we're gonna get to that couple. listen we're trying not to spoil but shit if you on social media i'm sure you didn't see through the grapevine anyways but nonetheless you know, I don't know if they really have a thing. I'm still trying to picture them as a couple and it's still pretty weird. However, they do both long to be loved and have such an intimate and deep bond that if they're able to find it within each other, who's to say it couldn't work? Listen, man, I think that any man on the face of this planet with the exception of Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Johnny. They're the next couple because I got to listen. We got to get to fucking Johnny. Johnny. All right. All right, let's go. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. 
All right, so we off Michaela and Zach. Honestly, okay, we can conclude it. For me, I think Zach is equally as problematic as Michaela, and I stand on it. I just think Michaela's louder about her, hers, and Zach does it in the background. And um, when it comes out, he tries to sit there and make it seem like, oh my God, I have no idea why she's acting like that. Nigga, you know why. I don't know what you're saying to her behind closed doors, but there's a reason why Michaela keeps acting out. However, I don't excuse Michaela Wilden because you are your word accountable accountability you know that's the word <laughs> Dwayne. okay so would be like get the fuck out of here but <laughs> you know you got to be responsible for yourself so you should never allow somebody to have you react as such so that's my conclusion on Michaela and Zach do you want to give your last two cents on them before we move on to raggedy ass Johnny what's up world it's your boy Dewan J captain of the cool kids host of the grown man logic podcast taking a break right now. First off, thank you for tuning into this episode, but when you're finished, when you're finished, I need you to go over to amazon.com, pick you up a copy of Dear Dominic by Dewan J, available right now, and follow Grown Man Logic on all social media platforms. What's Grown Man Logic, you might ask? It's a podcast, believing that we can build better people through accountability and critical thinking. Dear Dominic, available on Amazon, Grown Man Logic podcast, all streaming platforms. Peace. Yeah, I feel like Zach and Johnny are almost the same person in um in a sense that they uh they both they both claim that they wanted something and they both uh you know manipulate their way around to it being the woman's fault when you know their shit didn't work out but it was all on them the whole time. You know, Johnny pissed me the fuck off like that, but you know Johnny <laughs> like I've never dated an Asian dude. People imagine like, you know, because a lot of people feel like, oh, date outside your culture, date outside. If I ever met some Asian motherfucker like Johnny, he's basically a nigger. Johnny is a nigger, okay? Like, Johnny is absolutely <laughs> terrible. I think he's one of the worst I've seen on Married at First Sight seasons. What the fuck did he do to us? So I'll let you start. How do you feel about Johnny and Bao, okay? Um, I think that the Johnny thing was uh, too little too late. Right. Um, I I think he had plenty of opportunities to to save this to save this marriage, um, to to you know save her and the feelings or whatever. Like, but again, just like Zach was turned off by Michaela's first uh, you know anger outburst, Johnny was turned off by her not showering. And I think this was our first interaction. <laughs> oh about God! I, you know, I almost forgot her ass wasn't bathing because Johnny took away the whole season. I forgot that she wasn't washing her ass. Like, I, I, I forgot about it. No, but see, I think that she changed that, though. I think that she made a compromise because eventually Johnny did. He was like, okay, we, we can share this bed. Like, so if that was such a turnoff to him, I don't think he ever recovered from that because it was kind of just but, like. Okay, before we continue, Duan, imagine you a grown-ass man and you got to convince a woman to shower daily. Like, First of all, that's mind-boggling within itself. What the fuck? So the fact that that was even a conversation, who wouldn't be turned off? If I met a dude that didn't shower every day and I had to convince him, even if he started doing it, I would really sit back and talk mad shit about the nigga. Like, yo, he deadass wasn't <laughs> showering every day before he met me. Like, you know, I mean, but I'll even allow Bow's unshowering based on how Johnny reacted and acted the whole season. Like, I'll, I'll take bowing her stink ass and i'll still take her side because he was wilding so for you you feel like he never recovered from bow's lack of washing her ass yeah because it was kind of like okay I, I know her she's cute and i think he even he even made remarks to it right because they, they had history prior to the show 
And he was like, he was like, look at it. I've known you for years. Why do you think we never dated? Yikes. Wait, Johnny said some mean shit, man. Like, oh my God, he did, Dewan. <laughs> Johnny said some hard shit, man. He was like, I would have been matched with rather, I would have rather been matched with literally anybody else. Like, <laughs> no, he really did say some mean shit. Like, nobody wants to hear that. Like, he was just like, obviously, I've ghosted you before. Like, there was a reason, like, Honestly, Val's better than me. Process or not, I would have been like, yo, it's a dub. Like, fuck niggas, get money. Like, Johnny's out of here. Like, <laughs> because that ruins your self-esteem. Like, how could you just say those things and then you still... And then these men always want to continue to fuck them on the low. Like, you still want to sleep with them and do intimate stuff and want her to try? Uh, so listen, I, I feel like that... Um, I feel like that. that's why, like, Val said no, right? Because, like, you know what I'm saying? In the end, right? Like, so first... So I was, I was throughout the season, I was kind of, I, I, I was beefing with her because I felt like that she was way too analytical, right? Like, I felt like she, she, she used logic too much. Like it, now, this is the only time you're going to hear me say this, ever. <laughs> Rose, her rosy perspective exclusive. Um, I feel like this, this woman had too much logic, right? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that kind of put her in like a robotic space um, where like Johnny would present her with a problem um that he was having and she'd be like okay well cool i'm just gonna do this and then i'm gonna do this i'm gonna move left and then right and you know she you know she mapped it out on the vision board and shit like i I felt like that uh she didn't allow enough of her emotion in um in the beginning in the beginning now around like episode eight or nine i was like yo fuck johnny like what what are we doing here (laughs) and then i i was really i really was like fuck johnny after um he he called her out on some shit that her alleged best friend said like right what what first off first off why why what, what huh when right. did conversation right. there was so many questions i had to rewind i was like wait 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 a minute did i miss something like right. who sarah when did you talk to sarah why did you talk to sarah why does sarah low-key fucking hate bow because there's no way you have this conversation Bro. with Bao's best friend, and she basically threw Bao completely under the bus. Okay, completely under the bus. Yeah, completely under the bus. And, and like, yo, it's crazy because it's like, <clears throat> yo, Bao was the dude, and Johnny was the girl. Right, right. That's why right. she kept like, saying, "I have to romance my husband." I guess like this is weird. Like Johnny literally wanted to exist, okay, and let Bao do the work and. Literally, he didn't want to do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like he wanted her to do all the work. And like you said, a lot of the things you stated in the beginning, but then I felt like she got, I, I'm dead ass. I forgot Bao wasn't washing her ass because she did get better throughout the season <laughs> that I literally forgot about that because she grew on me and I grew to be like, you know what? She is trying. And I also respect Bao because at some point she knew it was a riggedy rap. Like the way she spoke about it, even the day Back. before decision day when they had the group yep. meetup and she's like fuck that I don't want to divorce because of a piece of piece of paper I'm supposed to stay in something that doesn't serve me so I fuck with right. Val because although she tried and this is a conversation I've had before it's like when do you know when, when do you know the difference between um continuing to try and just wasting your time and Val knew the fucking right <laughs> That's, but see her analytical mind like Talk right. her there, you know what I'm saying? So like, so the thing that I'm complaining about was actually like her like protecting herself, but like I think it's fucked up. Like I mean, Johnny like skipped so many fucking milestones where like right. um 
the, the the barbecue thing, right? Where you're meeting the family. That's when like you get the you get the backstories and it kind of makes you like connect to the person more. You know what I mean? Like when you take when you take the significant other home and you know, you're getting all of the nickname stories and some funny shit that you right. did as a kid, the embarrassing shit, right? That all strengthens because we can now we can laugh together, right? And he was like, Yeah, I prefer you not to come. What the fuck? Right. And then he, he looks and so then devastated. She, Yo, and then salute to Bao too, because what instead of fucking sulking in it and like leaving like Michaela would have done, Bao cooked dinner for Johnny when he was at the fucking barbecue. So when he rolled back in, and what did Johnny would have been a I'm, hungry I'm motherfucker bed, right? when he got home. Okay, he would have been starving like Marvin because there would have been nothing ready and available to eat in that home. <laughs> Let me tell you, Johnny got the right one because Johnny really like. I wish they would have get. I mean, Bao did good. She did good for who she was. She tried until she couldn't try anymore. And he's lucky he got somebody to even try to make those exceptions because he said so many hurtful things. Like, I'm surprised she didn't smother him in her in his sleep. Like, he said so much fucked up shit. Like, no, seriously. You know, even at the um when they had the whole group link up i don't know if it's a cabin i keep calling it a cabin if it wasn't we gonna call it a cabin but where he's like my goal <laughs> this weekend is to like talk to bow as little as possible nigga fuck you like what you so right 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 and she was like um even she was like we seem to be doing good at level one conversations <laughs> like she, she was, was dropping so much. it's like she had to dumb herself down and she felt like what the hell like literally she's like i have um more intimate conversations with somebody at the airport, but I have to like have these basic ass conversations with my husband, including after you've been intimate, after you've already done all these things and talked about all right. these things. Now we have to go back to hi, how are you? How was your day? Nobody wants to do that. I don't care, process or not, I'm not doing it either. Like, that yeah, just- man, you can't. You can't have filet mignon and go back to Bologna. You can't. You, right. you can't. You can't. You can't do it. And so, yo, the- go ahead. Okay. No, you go ahead. I was going to ask a question because 95% of the people I've seen completely disagree with Johnny's behavior and his actions. Then there's like a few people that are like not excusing his actions per se, but what are your thoughts on the fact that, okay, Dewan, you, you bagged the chick years ago. You realize you didn't like her years ago. You ghosted her years ago and then you got set up to marry her. How do you think you would feel in that process? Like, fuck, like, clearly I didn't want to fuck with you then when I had the liberty to do it for free, but now I got to marry you and I really didn't even like you like that. Johnny, can we be real? Johnny was only interested in fucking Val. Because if you remember the first couple episodes, she was the one not put the pillow in the middle. Like, I don't want to touch you. And he was just like, I'm so attracted to her. But once he smashed and then he realized he didn't like anything else about her, everything became a problem. Uh, But maybe the box was trash too. Like Lord he, Hastings, okay. <laughs> no, no, and I say that because I say that because he was open to like all these ideas, and then after he smashed, right? Like maybe it was a sexual conquest for him, but then maybe the box was trash, right? Like, no, I'm just saying, That's like and he, he didn't enjoy, he didn't enjoy it. So now I don't like you as a person, and I don't enjoy sex with you. So like, mm-hmm. what, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> 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 like what are we what are we doing here and and i think once that happens it's kind of like well okay so at first i didn't like you as a person then i found out that you didn't shower every day which was a huge turn off no. then you started and then i decided to revisit this and try and like give this process a chance the, the sex was trash so now i'm looking at a lifetime right. of, <laughs> I'm looking at a lifetime of, of bad sex and you maybe 
or maybe not showering, right? Like, yeah. So with that being said, though, what the fuck you think led him to say yes? So if you guys don't watch Married at First Sight, a lot of you that are listening to this, I'm sure you do watch and that's what interested you to listen to this. But some of you all just listen because, you know, you support Dewan and I. But believe it or not, after everything Dewan just said, he was the one to say yes on decision day and she said no. Facts. What do you think the reason was, Dewan? Yo, I, well, I think it was it was like all of the reflection. Um, because you remember when they went home and she told about the stories about her not having shit and then like yeah. even the trailer that she grew up in, right? It didn't have that. But see, Johnny, like these are opportunities that they had in the beginning of the season that Johnny didn't take advantage of, right? right? So now had, you know, he's got to learn a little bit about her and where she comes from. He can un- kind of understand and like pour inside of her brain why she thinks the way that she thinks, right? So once, like once that happens, he was like, oh shit, wait, okay, now this makes sense. And now this makes sense. And oh, I fucked up. I want to fix it. But she was already done. Right. You didn't said everything you could possibly think of that's mean as hell to somebody, even if the person wasn't someone you were involved with romantically. It's just stuff that you shouldn't be saying to people, you know, that you just out of humanity purposes. And you said everything. And now you want to try like, listen, listen, I was extremely proud of saying about saying no, because at one moment. I was wondering if, you know, she was her optimistic self of like, you know what, I'm willing to try. But once she was just like, no. And then not only did sis say no, sis was like, I'm not happy. Like she made it known, like she's going to say no, but she's going to throw in the little things like you X, Y, Z, you didn't do this. And I'm just not happy. And I respect it. She said so little, but so much. You get what I'm saying? Like she didn't try to clean it up. Like, no, but no, she was like, nah, son, I ain't happy. Fuck niggas get money. She didn't say that, but she said no, nah, I mean, I, I feel like that was a that was a perfect example of strength in femininity. Right. right? That was that was like such a fucking beautiful moment. Like normally, right. like I was just like, yo, yes, yeah, like yo, stand up for you. yo, yo, John. Like I wanted to fight Johnny. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, like <laughs> because like even if you're not into the person, right? Um, and uh, uh, let me foreshadow a little bit. Like say, uh, Brett and Ryan shit, right? Like so if you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We gonna get there, Dewan. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, even if you're not into the person, right? How do you, you know what I'm saying? How do you, how do you just be mean to that person? Like, right. but nobody deserves that kind of shit, right? So Johnny, Johnny kind of fucking made me want to fight him because he could say all this mean shit to her, but then when he's off to the side, he's like, "Yo, I'm fucking up." Right. Well, well tell her, tell her that. Right, right. He knew better. He knew better. He didn't want to do better, though, because a lot of his confessionals, he would talk about like, you know, this, this, this. And then in front of her, he would say all these things like and he would even say it to Pastor Cal in front of her. Like there's often times where sometimes there are conversations. It still would have been fucked up. Don't get me wrong. The conversation he had with Pastor Cal when he was just like, I would have been matched with anybody else but her. He even said like, oh, sometimes when you're happy, you get giddy and that's a turnoff to me. Like there are times where some people decide that they're going to call the experts and be like, okay, can you talk to me? Like I'm just going without their person there. You did all of that shit. You said all that shit while Bao was there. You could have called Pastor Cal or Dr. Pepper on the side and be like, I need to get this out, but I don't want to say it in front of her. Nope, nigga not only did you say it on tv you said it in front of her you're a shitty ass person johnny facts you know and here's the thing too right like um johnny acted on the show the same reason he came to the show right like because if you notice all of his family members like even his mom or his aunt or whoever he visited at that barbecue was like yo i want you to go make this work she's a good woman like i want you to go make this work right and he just didn't like right. he, he just 
fucking didn't. And that's that's a perfect example. Just like Zach, another man getting in his own way. Right. That's crazy. Nope, I agree. Everything you said about Johnny's raggedy ass. So Johnny, if you listen to you raggedy, listen, Johnny. Okay. <laughs> John, John, hey, John, Johnny, Johnny owes me five minutes as far as I'm concerned. Until further notice. <laughs> no, Johnny. We, John, I mean, and you've been watching the seasons, and you know, they have had they there has been some terrible husbands, but Johnny's definitely, definitely top five. Top three, to be honest. I moved Johnny up to three because there's definitely been some raggedy ass husbands. But Johnny's definitely top three in my book. So before we close out for Johnny yeah. and Bao, uh, what are your last words about Johnny and Bao? Hey man, fuck fuck Johnny. Um and Bao, good for you. Yes. That, 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 that. That's it. That's all I got for him. I, that, 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 was, that was awful. Yeah, it <laughs> that was. was bad. It definitely was. It was hard to watch. I mean, she's just so optimistic and she did great, even if it was the process of like, let me just finish the process that I've started. She's a better man than me because I would have been like, listen, what finds you got? This is a dub. Okay, like, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So you did mention- yeah, She's a better man than Johnny. That, <laughs> that's true too. <laughs> you are not lying. That's a good, uh, no, that's a bar. That's a bar, okay? <laughs> that was bad, bro. <laughs> it was. Oh. Hopefully for the people listening, you go back and make sure you watch the whole season so you can get what we're talking about so you understand. But you had mentioned Brett and Ryan. So we got to move on to Brett and Ryan. Now, as little as there is to say about Brett and Ryan, there's a lot to say about Brett and Ryan. Like it was so little, <laughs> but so much. So for me, I'll start with, you know, I hate that they both got boy names because I'd be forgetting sometimes who's who. But Brett is the woman. <laughs> I gotta, I'd be like, Brett, Ryan, Brett, Ryan. Okay, and Ryan's the man. Ryan, Ryan's raggedy. He's not as raggedy as Johnny, but Ryan is raggedy. Ryan is the, I want to pretend I'm a nice guy, but I'm really shitty. Like, he did so many things. Yeah. I really didn't mean to hurt you. I apologize. An example, the first thing I'm going to think of is the motherfucker got on the dating app while they were still in the process. Before, before the show was even over. Like, they, you, what, got, that was like... He got matched with one of her friends. What is the fucking... <laughs> well, see, I mean, would you kind of... You kind of you kind of saw that coming, though, right? Because, um, you know, in the, in the beginning, I'm, I'm going to take it all the way back, right? Ryan was never physically attracted to her. And Absolutely. That... On wedding day, he said he doesn't like redheads. Yeah, he said he don't like redheads, and they gave him a redhead, right? Right. Now, what I find interesting is that on, like, decision day, the experts always tell why they match the people. We never know that throughout the whole season. Right. So <clears throat> when when that happened, it was because it's, hopefully you can get over your bullshit, and that person is the person to bring the, the best side out of you, right? Just it's, That's what I'm picking up on, you know, yeah. over the last like three or four seasons I've been watching. But he, he I feel like he's so superficial and so uh, materialistic that like right. he he didn't realize like, yo, uh, yo, Pastor, I mean, Pastor Kyle said it the best, man. He, she was she was funny. She made him laugh. She went to, you know, I mean, to the extreme trying to make like the marriage work, but because he was not physically attracted to her, like that allowed him to be the distracted and not even like give a fuck about her feelings or anything like yeah i felt i felt bad for brett um because she like again up until like you know week seven or eight like she was she was all in and you kind of just see him deflated and that's that that's right all. yeah you do see her like 
again, like Belle, at some point she realized it was a waste of time. Like at some point she realized this isn't going anywhere. He don't like me. But the thing is she kept asking him, but he kept making it seem like, well, you know, I'm willing to try, but she knew he didn't like her. Like she felt it. And that's already hard enough to deal with someone that's not attracted to you. In the in reality, in the dating world, you would just be like, okay, I'm out of here. The person's not attracted to me. But it got difficult because she had to go through the process. But how do you move on with someone that literally is not attracted to you? And for you to join the dating app, yes, I knew they weren't going to work out. And I, I knew we kind of seen it coming. But he's annoying and he's fucking ridiculous because as he stated at decision day, I'm sorry this happened to you. And Dr. Viviana was like, this didn't happen. You downloaded the app, motherfucker. Like, don't make it seem like <laughs> the app just got created. Like, and your profile ended up on there. Like, you downloaded the app made a profile and then you're gonna apologize and i feel like she was a good sport about it every season someone gets fucked every every season somebody does get emotionally abused that's why i'm like i don't know the experts aren't looking very expertish to me okay like well, uh, well so no no so uh, I'm, I'm gonna say this right as, as a man as a man you can get over uh not being attracted to a woman can you, you though can. if you really yeah. not attracted to her no, 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 you can, right? Because just because just because I'm not attracted to you doesn't mean that you're not attractive, Fair. right? Um, and I feel like that. I feel like that that Brett, you know, in somebody's eyes is is attractive. It's like she's a, she's. Uh, I'd give I'd, I'd rate her as cute on like the scale. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, and I feel like that had Ryan actually given the relationship a chance, then like he could have he could have he could have looked overlooked that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. Because it wasn't like Brett was ugly, right? Right. right. She, she, she she, she's not an ugly woman. Like so, the the thing is, he he checked out. Like walking down the aisle, he checked the fuck out, right? Who, and, listen, he checked out on day one. <laughs> like day one, right. he was checked out. He never seemed interested the whole season. I can't remember one time where I'm like, you know what? Maybe not one scene did I think he liked or even wanted to try the whole process. And that's what I'm saying. Like, even she was like, you know, like they were working out together or something. She was feeling on his muscles and everything. And like, he kind of shrugged it off like all right. nonchalant, right? He he didn't even like, it was just like, uh, no, uh, I'm done. Like they yeah. both, they both had dogs. He didn't try and build on any of the commonalities right. that they had. Like, and, and for me, it was kind of like, bro, like, what the fuck? Like you, you're going to waste another seven weeks and, and six days of this woman's time like over some bullshit like get over yourself because that's the reason that you're here because obviously what you were doing prior to you entering this process wasn't working that's why dr pepper said yeah you do have a type but you didn't have a strong connection with any of them here you are like so you can't be saying my my type my type my type yet your type didn't work out because that's why you were single and signed up for married at first sight and i feel like brett is a good person like i feel like she handled it very well even I mean, you ruined the process. She was supposed to take you back to her house, show you childhood stuff of her so you can get to know her. But she was like, fuck right. all that. I heard you was on a dating app. What's good? Okay, <laughs> like, like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, And he, you seen his face. He knew he was caught. He was like, uh, I guess I'll get out of here then. Like, he didn't know what to say. Like, got him. Got like, what, him. what the hell? What, like and he was like, Yo, you, I was, this wasn't supposed to be active until you know after decision day. So why didn't you download it until after decision day? What? Don't worry, I'll wait. What? If, I, I got nothing. I ain't got nothing for him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, in, in a way, though, you're a like man, he, and you can't say shit on behalf of any of these niggas so far. <laughs> I, I, no, because 
because they're, they're fucked up, right? Like, right. I don't think that, I mean, what, what's, what's right is what's right and what's wrong is what's wrong. Like, I get, we, we get into debates about the details about why shit happened, right? Not right. the fact that it's fucked up, right? Um, so when it, when it comes to him, like, bro, like that was, I mean, so first off, this, ex, this experiment or experience or the process is, is unorthodox, right? So if you're signing up for it, like it's, I look at it as a desperate act for you to sign up right. for it. Right. It's kind of like, okay, cool. Like, yo, what I've been doing ain't working. Like I'm well off. I got all everything except for somebody to share everything that I've built with because all these people were fairly successful. Um, mm -hmm. so, so here I am in this process that, you know, the least you can do is give it 150%, but he, he didn't, he, he checked out walking down the aisle. I, yeah. Oh, I didn't want a redhead. Even his boys were like, mm, she's a redhead, right? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. I know. That's crazy. And then his sister, I don't know if you remember, but his sister called him out in the middle of the season. She was like, I can't help but to think he might be distracted with something else. Yes, she did. Do, yeah, do she told Brett that. That's crazy. He told Brett, like your sister told Brett, like, if that's the case, if he got caught on that app, who's to say now to think about it? He wasn't on other apps and he wasn't distracted. Just because she found out about that one at that time is because he matched with someone that she knew. But in the event that she was he was never matched with someone she knew who knows how long he's been on the app or how long he's been on other apps so he i'm pretty sure that nigga downloaded a dating app the day of the wedding he was like oh hell no i ain't getting with this i'm gonna just finish the process and be out eight weeks and i'm single right like that's crazy right. no that's crazy I, yo, I got nothing um i feel like yeah yeah that's right yeah the damage was like done well before right. decision day right this this shit was over like Brett, three was, Brett was this season's got fucked over in a different way. Bao got fucked over, yes, in a completely. I feel like hers was more in like an emotional, verbal type abuse situation. And I, like I said, I feel like every season someone endures some type of like emotional abuse because the people fucking suck. I don't know who they're presenting their representatives when they go through the application process, but then they get on there and they show their ass. And it's unfortunate because even if they appear to be decent people outside, it's on camera forever. Okay. And we now know right. That you're a shitty person behind <laughs> you're shitty person. Yeah. I would not want to date Zach. I would not want to date Johnny. I would not want to date Ryan. For anybody, Ryan, yep, he's a guy. See, I keep forgetting. But yeah, for anybody, guy. anyone that watches these shows, I would stay clear of them because you know what they're capable of. And I feel sorry for Brett. She got fucked over, but like she says, she still believes wait, in love. I, wait, I got I got I got a grown man logic ask question for you. Let's get it. Do you do you feel like who do you feel like got the worst fuck over? Was it Bao because at least she knew where Johnny stood, or do you feel like it was Ryan? Uh, do you feel like it was Brett that got fucked over worse because Ryan faked like he was going with the process up until he got caught? So like he kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like if he I got the upfront like this ain't working versus I'm snaking it. Like that's crazy. If I had to pick, I think I'll still go with Bao getting fucked over because of the verbal abuse I think she took from mm, Johnny. Yeah. And if she wasn't such a logical or analytic person or had such high confidence, do you know how much damage? I'm sure he still did some damage internally because women, obviously, and men, you, you kind of, although someone may be like, oh, Let's say someone says you're ugly, you're ugly, you're ugly. You don't believe you're ugly, but you hear it almost every day. At some point, mm. it's going to fuck with you like, damn, 
maybe I am a little ugly, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> luckily for Belle, she's a strong person, but imagine she wasn't. He would have fucking like destroyed her self-esteem. Who knows how much damage he would have been able to do. At least, you know, Brett, I mean, I felt bad for Brett and she did get fucked over, but I guess I would prefer her getting fucked over the way she did, where she didn't have to endure shit. Ryan didn't fucking talk to her much, to be honest. Like, at least she didn't get like... (laughs) Imagine... Imagine her situation, but Ryan's just like, damn, I told him I didn't want a redhead. And she had to keep hearing that. Like, damn, I wish I got matched with anybody else but a redhead. Like, that really would have been like, damn, like, okay, I know you don't like me, but damn, my nigga, like, you got to remind me every chance you get. Johnny reminded Val every chance he got that he did not like her. And he was very upset about the fucking movie. Like, he (laughs) was like, why are you here? Like, how did we get here? So I feel like Val got fucked over more. Who do you think got fucked over between the two of them? I think I think Brett got fucked over more, honestly, because like, yeah, because like yeah, looking back at it, right, she went through the whole, well, you know, like a, a third of the season, two thirds of the season, thinking that she actually had a chance to fucking like do something, right? Like Bow was kind of like, well, Bow was like, yo, you're you're a liar, like, but we can we can get over it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're you're a liar and you're mean, but we can fix this, right? She knew what the fuck she was dealing with up front, right? And and Brett had no fucking idea. Right, what was going on with her shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? So all her shit kind of hit her at once. Whereas yeah, Johnny and Bow, do you really believe yeah. Brett didn't know that Ryan wasn't fucking with her? She felt it. I think it was one of the first, one of the first few episodes with the um, I don't know if it was Dr. Viviana, and she was crying in that scene, and she was just like, "If you don't feel it, you don't feel it." She knew that nigga didn't feel that shit. Yeah, but what I'm saying is she still thought that she had a chance up until the date in that, right? Because even even before that episode, the episode right before that, right? Like she was kind of like, um, you know, me and Ryan, you know, this, that, and the third, but at least they were they were talking, right? Like where Johnny was outright was like, yo, I'm I'm trying to talk to her as least as possible, right? That was known versus like, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of like, okay, cool. We're, we're just counting down the time here right. where, where you know what I'm saying Brett probably actually physically thought, like like literally thought that she could like turn it around. And then now she has all these questions about herself. You know True. what I'm saying? Like, like okay, it's married at first sight. You you agreed to come here. I get it. My red, I, I, I you know, I can I can dye my hair if that was something I'm willing right. to do, right? Like, <laughs> but but you yo, you didn't even try. Like, what right. the fuck? Like, you know. And then her, her shit hit her at once. It was kind of like a, I mean, it was already dead, but the nail in the coffin was like, yo, you, damn, you couldn't even wait till the, the fucking the show was right. over. Like, yeah, I that. think he's the first one from all the seasons that's ever done that. I don't feel like this has happened before. I know. <laughs> One of the past seasons, one of the dudes, remember that super, super tall basketball player? I forgot what season it was, but basically he used Married at First Sight for a place to fucking sleep. You don't remember? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah like, yep, 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 yep. he's like the uh, overseas basketball player, but he was in between seasons or whatever. I, I know at one point he was like bagging bitches at the club and he was saying that he was single. He wasn't wearing his ring. So that was close. But I think Ryan's the first one to ever dead ass download a dating app while still in the process. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it was like, so, and I think um, with, with the countdown, that was, that was uh, like a week before the shit even ended. So at mm-hmm. seven weeks, he, he, he wrote it off. Right. Like, right. And, but so like, I think Brett legit tried up until, that point and, and ryan was he would show flashes of him caring like when um i mean um ryan showed uh flashes of him caring like when like when her dog died right he was he was there for her he was like being super sweet then right. and then he would show flashes of him like trying to get better 
you know what I'm saying? And, and I actually talked to her like a little bit after she asked for it and stuff like that. So I thought that there was, there was times when she was getting ready to write it off and he'd give her just enough to hold on. And then finally that's, it was like, that's damaging too like she, though. That's what, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why I think she actually, she actually got it the worst because like Bao knew what the fuck it was with Johnny. Like, but, but Brad had no fucking idea. They both got screwed over. I mean, I get I get your points that you're making about Brett and Ryan. I mean, I definitely think they both got screwed over. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, fortunately, though, both of them said no. They didn't allow the dudes to say no, although Ryan was going to say no. We all knew that. But I'm glad Brett wasn't the one to be like, you know, I'm willing to try. And then he say no. She, too, said no. So I'm glad she was just like, let's wrap this up. We can be friends. They ain't going to be friends. Who's she lying to? But she made it sound nice. But she gave him too too much fluff. Like, even at the end, if you notice, like, when they were leaving, she, like, did a little playful push to him. Yeah. I really would have pushed his ass. Let me tell you, it wouldn't have been playful. He would have been across the damn room, little raggedy ass. But <laughs> push him through the door the other way. <laughs> right, but, yeah, but I guess you have to be the bigger person. You have to stay true to yourself. It is on TV, so I'm sure she was talking hella shit behind closed doors. But her and Bao both handled themselves pretty well for two people that got fucked over. I agree, one hundred percent. Kudos to the ladies on that. Right. Now, Dewan, who you want to go to now? Who you want to save for last? You want to move on to Rachel and Jose, or would you like to talk uh, Gil and Mirla? No, 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 no. no. See, see, we got to save uh, Mirla and Gil for last. Okay. I, I call, I, I, I call, I, I called this one. So you know, this, you can this call is it, my... but have you seen some updates? No, nah, I haven't. Okay, oh. but we'll get to uh, Jose and Rachel. <laughs> we both right. Okay, okay if, if that's the case on Gil and Marilyn, we both right. But okay, <laughs> Rachel and Jose, let me tell you something. I feel like they're delusional. Like, I don't think, and I think you said they have the you strongest. Think so? There is nothing strong about Jose and fucking Rachel's love. I think it's a matter of we both really want to be married. We both know we did the process. Like I said, it's, they're the people that remind me of, yeah, we got ma married 30 seconds ago. Yeah, that's my husband. Like, that's my wife. Like, you don't even know these people. You just want it so bad. Because, first of all, I don't see what aligns with Rachel and Jose. They do not want the fucking same things. How the hell? What do they want? Yeah. Financially, they don't want the same thing. Out of life, they don't want the same thing. Traveling, he wants to go to fucking Vegas. And she wants to go to Europe. Like, they're completely different on two different levels. So where does the common interest come in? The fact that they're both Hispanic? That's it? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's a start. Um, the, uh... <laughs> that's a start. Wait, before you get into it, I need to know your thoughts on Jose's raggedy ass locking Rachel out of the apartment. But yeah, I was, I was getting into that. that see, his, his temper and, and him doing that shit uh, is... Uh... It, all right, so let me let me start in the beginning. Okay, For, first off, to me, Jose gave off uh, some 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 strong LGBTQ vibes to me. Yeah. Um, th but that's just me, right? I, um, think he, I mean, he seems. What is the word? Metrosexual. Oh, and okay. I know they're not uh, necessarily okay. gay. I know they just have like feminine like qualities, but they're straight. I don't know, but that's the vibe he gave off everybody. But go ahead. But yeah, so all right, so so moving forward, right? Like I knew, I, I knew, like as as a like man to man before any of that shit went down, I knew that he was kind of a controller. And then when it said like flight, 
like systems analysts. Like I, I work with these people like in, in real life on a daily basis, right? You know what I'm saying? These are all, you know, alpha male fucking it's my way or or no way type of people. So I was interested to see like what she did and how she was gonna play off of that shit, right? And when that shit went down, um at first when it when it went down, she called him another man's name. I was like, ooh, that's 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 sloppy. So it gave me so so I was one hundred percent ready to ride with him. And then it, it was actually Ryan's punk ass that was like, bro, she called you Johnny. Like, right? stop it. He made it seem like it was, oh my God. And we were like, oh, yeah. Johnny? Like, it was, it was somebody like, within the group. It was somebody within the group. And they was talking around. So so Ryan actually was like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, let me now let me take another look at this. Right? And then, so I was like, yo, bro, like, you're, you're married and you lock your wife out of the house? Right. Like, wait, what? I was like, okay. Right. Uh, all right. And then, in addition to him locking her out, he spoke to her very nastily. Like when they when they have the argument, he's just like, "Well, when they show the camera that night before he locked her out, like get out, get out, bounce, bounce, get out of my house." First of all, that's the apartment that y'all share. Get out, bounce. He said that he put the dead deadbolt on and he didn't know where she was, so he locked it. No, nigga, you I, locked I think her out. Bullshit. You are not low, okay? Yeah. Like, let me tell you, let me tell you something, Dewan. Jose would have got what he thought he was going to get because we would have been waking up the neighbors. The police would have been called because I'm getting in that apartment. You're not locking me out. I'm not about to turn around and go peacefully. Neither one of us is sleeping tonight. Okay, buddy? Well, see, yeah, that's what I'm, so not to spoil it, but that's why I'm glad. I, I was actually happy to find out that she did what she did. I was happy that she went where she went. Yeah, so right. I mean, I think that was warranted. I'm about to go to my last nigga's house. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I was, I was ha- like, and this is one of the only times that I'll ever be like, yo, but yo, after like, she, she didn't really do nothing. Like, it, right. yo, know, in, in that sense. Um, so yeah, Jose's temper, man, is, is, is he, he gives off a bit uh, possessive right. and controlling vibes. Um, right. and he, and he has a bad temper on top of that. So like that, that, that's, that's concerning. Right, because you yeah. can't fix that in seven weeks. Like, you know what I'm right. saying? No, no amount of talk can fix that in seven weeks. You're supposed to graduate from therapy. I get it. But, like, seven weeks ain't enough, right? Um, and her personality, it doesn't play well to that either. When she right. was talking about her hot girl summer and, like, she likes she liked to travel. And when teachers, like, she's known to, like, just drop off the map. Right, bro. Stay for him, for line. me, if I was Jose, I would have I been, I think I would have been done, like, right then. Like, because I don't want to take the chance that, that shit happening. Like, if I'm him, right? Because okay, you you went to your last man's house. Uh, granted, I caused that one. Okay, check. It's a wash. But now you're telling me that you're known to want to party, uh, <laughs> known to be bored, known for not picking up the what you call it, and then you say that nobody could ever critique you on anything. Right. Bro, uh, yeah. Oh, that, that that ride. I'm not. I'm not tall enough to ride that ride. You hear me? So, with that being said, do you low key believe Rachel was not quite ready for marriage, based on her not wanting to give up? Because there's a difference. I know we're gonna get into Gil and Marilla, but Marilla's thing is more so financial. Where Jose, I mean, Rachel's thing is more so. I want to live carefree and do what the fuck I want. That really doesn't work for a marriage. It's not that you lose yourself and you don't get to do what you want. You just have to make some compromises. I heard because I ain't married yet. But, you know, Jesus is going to send me my man. But um, until then. Girl, girl stop. <laughs> <laughs> girl, stop. 
Listen, first, first let, let me speak to that first. God, God, that's not how God works, man. God don't just send people, people. No, man, he don't be sending people, people, man. Two people that's willing to do the work, it'll it'll work out. That's uh, that's how it is. Okay, but he yeah. gotta send me the man for me to do the work with him. Or you gotta send you some patience. <laughs> you I, say, what is I have patience, yeah. but right now it is fuck niggas get money. But I have patience, you know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, um, no, listen, Jesus knows he gonna send me my man. We gonna work together. I'm gonna have patience. But from what I've heard and seen, you do get to the goal is to obviously still maintain your identity in your marriage. But I feel like Rachel's thought process is kind of like I want to be a hot girl. See that's yeah, that's that's but it's difficult, right? Like speaking from experience, it's, it's difficult to like uh, to to maintain your individuality um, throughout like a, a marriage. Right. Because you become all about the other person or, you know, what I'm saying like you, you, you'll find yourself like not doing or hanging out with your people because you don't want to get into an argument. You find yourself, uh, you know, I'm saying like, so you kind of like it's it's difficult to maintain that balance. But uh, the way that his patience and temper is set up and the way that her carefree attitude is set up. (laughs) Right. Um, unless they can like come to some kind of consensus, right? Because I think that they're both to the other extreme. So like, if once they start to compromise, it's perfect. That, that's the crazy Jose thing. Compromising. I, I think he can. I think he can. I think I think I think Jose legit loves Rachel. I I, I do. I mean, yeah, because he wants to be possessive and he I mean first of all they were already doing too much the first few weeks they kissed every second they could like every freaking second they could kiss they were kissing like they were already over the top from day one like I just I don't know I don't see it he's hell-bent on not even letting her go to Europe as a traveler I travel a lot and maybe he's under the impression that you know traveling costs all this money you got to be rich to do it it no if you budget correctly and you do the right things you can travel but he got to be willing to listen to her maybe see how she would go out planning it and then realize whether or not it is affordable or not but I feel like he shuts it down automatically and Europe he's acting like she said she wanted to freaking go to Dubai or go to freaking <laughs> you won't even allow a trip to Europe with your partner nigga said let's go to another part of Texas sure I feel like and that's something small <laughs> but I'm not dating a nigga that wants to strictly go to the other part of Massachusetts like sure like we gotta go out of the country like you know but shit we, we gotta get out of New England we like, listen right. New, New Hampshire's not enough we, we, but the, <laughs> the thing about the thing about Jose is like some people I've seen say like, well, would Jose be okay with Rachel going? I don't think he would. Even if he didn't want to go to Europe, I think he would have a problem if she planned a group trip to Europe. He going to have a problem either way. Well, I mean, yeah. So not not to mention that like, you know, uh, he already had trust issues first, right? Yeah. And then all her her confessions and her past life that she, you know, volunteered to him. Uh, didn't really help her case in terms in terms of trust. Some things go right. <laughs> Facts though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but like I think that no, no. So he just needs to man the fuck up, right? So here's the thing: on on the outside looking in, like for us, I, I'll say that like all of these solutions seem simple, 
right? To like to, to everybody's fucking problem. Zach, stop crying so fucking much. You know what I'm saying? Manage that. Hey, Michaela, you need to take up boxing or karate. Boom, y'all work. Uh, Johnny, stop being a fucking asshole. Man up. Bow, stop being so analytical and watch your ass. Boom, they work. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Like from the outside looking in, is 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 crazy. But like we got to remember that these people came to the show for a reason, right. and the reason that every fucking body broke up with them, and the reason they were matched with the person that they were matched with is for to get them to break that habit. True. Right. So I, I that, so that's what that's what I find interesting. But I I will give um Rachel credit after the lockout incident and him cursing at her. She's like, look, you can never talk to right. me like that again. Right. And I was like, yeah, you you go, girl. Yeah. But then. You know, she, uh, you know, actually, I, I, I got, I really got no beef with Rachel. I, I, she sounded like she wants to live a fun life. Right. And Rachel's she seemed, pretty cool. And she seemed and like, that like she, she, she had, okay. Go ahead. Well, she felt, she seemed like she had the, uh, the steps in place to like afford it with or without Jose. Right. So with, with him, with him having like, you know what I'm saying? More money. He made more money than her based off of their job professions. And, you know, I, I'm a nerd like that. I plugged in some, I did some Google, but he <laughs> like, yo, she wants, she wants to fucking, she wants to go to Europe, bro. Like right. Europe's fun. <laughs> He's so close-minded about it. And that doesn't work. Like I know Rachel wants to have a hot girl summer and I don't think it's a problem. However, I don't think that works for their marriage mm-hmm. based on his personality. Like if you're in a relationship where one, your man don't want to go on the trips you want to go, but then your man also has a problem with you going without him. If you go with other people, what's left? You just don't get to go. I don't feel like that's fair. <laughs> get a new that nigga. Like get out of here. Like, you know, talk about, <laughs> oh, I, you know, when a decision day, they both said yes. <laughs> listen, listen. Okay. Like we out here. You know, and it don't have to be no thought girl shit, but Europe, like she should be able to go to Europe. And on decision day, they both said yes, of course. I thought she might've said no, to be honest. Like there, really? I, know, I did only because he's so possessive and controlling that I think she's aware of that. Like, I think she sees it and I know that will be a problem. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're not together now. Um, I've been trying to look cause I need to know, but um, I think she knew that. So part of me was like, hmm, is she gonna actually stay with him? And he looked like he was freaking out waiting for a response. He looked like he was shitting bricks because he didn't know what she was gonna say. Of course I knew he was gonna say yes, but I feel like she was like, Oh, well, I had to think and see if you know, out of all the people out there, if Jose is the right husband for me. He is not, Rachel. If you're listening. Jose is not the right husband for you. You guys do wait, not I, align with the same life goals. Wait, I disagree. I think he is. Wait. I, th- I think he is because, so no, you can't. Uh, you, no, 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 no. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. Uh, uh, please. Uh, I think that you can't go through life as carefree as Rachel. But I also think that you can't go through life as uh, as, as a tight ass like uh, like Jose. Okay. Right. So I think that I think they complement each other well. It's just a matter of them doing the work to come to like that middle ground, right? And like I think there was even a scene or a clip when they were negotiating trips, right? And yeah. she was like, okay, one one she she was like, you know, all right, one trip and the other side of Texas doesn't count. And right, you know, she was on she was on the right path. And and here's the thing, right? She uh after that temper tantrum episode, uh, Jose, like she. I was like, oh man, he's gonna run all over her. It's gonna be bad. But like, she she actually stands up for herself. Of course, and I she think does. she she yeah, yeah, like very well. And I think that uh, 
she again strength and femininity like matches that shit with like she matches that intensity but she she you know she didn't yell she's like okay look if you want me here's what it's gonna take here's what we're doing you know what I'm saying? He went from locking, putting the deadbolt on the door to this dude's writing fucking love notes and shit. Like, I promise to do this. Put this. You remember the, the promise cards that yeah. he fucking put all over the, the apartment yeah. shit? Listen, I, I think, but, I think, I think they, I think they go well together. They can't, they're, they're yin and yang. I think that works. I don't like that. Mm-mm, I don't like that. Because I feel like. <laughs> Okay, can they possibly work? Of course. And this is just my opinion. Obviously, if they like each other, then I love them. Okay, but Rachel, you said you can't be as carefree as Rachel. You can, but you can't. Rachel could also find someone that likes to travel out the country just as much as she does. And I know it's not just about the traveling, but that seems to be a very, very big deal to Rachel. Yeah. And being in this dating world now, you know, I have my travel groups, et cetera, and conversations, you know, happen. A lot of people actually say like dead ass, they're not willing to date a person that doesn't travel if they're travelers. Like a lot of people that travel as much are like, I'm not even going to date someone or try to grow with someone. So some people think it's petty and it's usually the people that don't travel and that's fine. You don't have to, but if that's what the person like that literally makes them feel alive. Now, I think she said she was willing to go to Europe uh, or one big trip every two years. Some people that may be okay, but it's like, she could easily date somebody that treats her well, doesn't lock her out, and is willing to go as tr- as many trips as she does. Neither mm-hmm. one has kids. So it's not mm-hmm. like they're tied down. But, it's just... Uh, but she hasn't found that person yet. Period. But, okay, and, drag me, nigga. Okay, you right. All I'm saying is that, like, uh, like yeah, you can find that person, but, like, those those type of people, um, and st- statistically speaking, right, that this is... I don't statistically speaking, those type of people that live those those younger carefree lives with no uh with no regard, they just rather be happy, right? Because prior to me becoming, you know, the YJ, the person I am right now, like I was one of those carefree people. Like I, I you know what I'm saying, I've lived in 13 countries, seen 25, like you know what I'm saying, but um I wasn't I wasn't cognizant enough to put money away for you know what I'm saying, like later. You know what I mean? Like it could, because it was all going on trips. Now, granted when I die, I can't take it, any of it with me, True. but our life expectancy is is growing and growing and growing and growing. Right. So should my last 15 to 20 years be miserable because I, I wanted to live it up when I, I was younger, right? That's what I'm saying. He he provides like some structure for her. Like, and I think, um, I, I think that he's too tight on it, but I think that with, with conversation and work, it'll be fine. So I don't know if I missed it, but based on what you're saying, I do recall, cause I remember we gonna get to Gil and Rella because I remember Gil in his non-American savings account. Okay. <laughs> so from what I can remember, I know he had like 401k and she whatever. Was she not doing well in the savings department? I don't recall Rachel's finances. It, it wasn't um I think he he looked at it and it wasn't um it wasn't where it should have been. I don't think she she didn't have no savings, right? Okay. She she didn't have no savings, but she could have easily done better okay okay because i it's very faint to me that scene i don't remember theirs for some reason i remember i remember his board though because he got that shit written on a damn board but i don't remember (laughs) her part i just remember his because it was so dramatic i mean whatever works for you jose i mean it seems i I bet he made good money though with his profession there's no way he's not money 
no, 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 no. He's banking, right? You don't remember he? Well, he he owns he owns like two or three homes, right? But he was saying so. So here's the thing with Jose. Uh, he he was so busy prepping to be married and to provide a good life for his wife that now that he has a wife, he doesn't know how to let that go. A gift and a curse, I guess you're prepared, but you so stuck in your way. I mean, I don't always think that's a good thing only because that allows people to, it's hard for them to move out of the circle to work with someone else because in their mind, it's supposed to be exactly how I envisioned it. And if it's not, then it's fucked up. And that's not a good thing because he can grow with Rachel, but if you're not willing to see anything outside because you already, what did she say at one point? It seems like my husband already has my whole life figured out. He does. He don't want to move out of what his thought process was of how it's going to go. It's not fair to her. No, it's, no you're right. That's what I'm saying. He, he spent so much time prepping, right? Because uh, there, there was one episode when he was like, yeah, I, you know, all this planning, the job, the, you know, this, that, and the third, where like it's supposed to be for my wife, right? But he, he doesn't know how to let that go, right? right. And eight weeks, eight weeks is not going to teach him how to let that go when he's been doing it for 30 years. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think that with uh with with time and compromise, as long as they're both willing to work, it'll work. Like they're they're perfect for well, actually, all of these couples, uh, with the exception of Bow and Johnny, <laughs> were were it <laughs> may be it may be Ryan and Brett. They like no, with the exception they, of half the cast. <laughs> no, well, no, I mean, hey, they, they did good uh three out of five. I mean, uh, that's a winning Wait, percentage. Do you think Zach and Michaela were compatible? I do actually. Hmm. I do. I do think that, but no, so, uh, uh, as a who they are as a person, right? Like, but, but Zach, Zach needed a man to fuck up and Michaela needed to calm the fuck down. Uh, and and they, they would have been fine. Well, tweaked a few things. Her mental's not quite where it needs to be. This nigga cry all the time. <laughs> I don't know. I, they're both emotional in different ways, but I mean. That's what I'm saying. He needed a man up and she needed to calm down. They're like, they, they would have, it would have been. I mean, I guess I see, I do see, I'm not going to say I don't, I do see what you're saying in regards to Jose and Rachel, but I don't like that he locked her out, he was speaking to her crazy, I feel like he can get sassy when he gets upset, I don't want a nigga that gets sassy when he's pissed, and he got real sassy, like, (laughs) no reason why that should be an adjective when I'm describing my nigga, yeah, he get a little sassy when he's upset, and Jose's a sassy (laughs) nigga, okay? (laughs) He did. He he got he got a little spicy. Right, he got right. in there, man. Like, yeah, for sure. Um, Listen, said, uh, Jawan. Yeah, we gotta yeah. we gotta move on to Gil and his no American savings. Like, listen, I'm stuck uh, on the no American savings, Papa. Like, listen, the Colombian dollars ain't gonna work here. If the rent is due in U.S. currency, nigga, I don't give a fuck about your Colombian savings. Okay, how are we yeah, gonna pay? Here's the money? thing, though. Yeah, but here's the thing, yo. Firefighters don't make bad money, right? So what I'm saying, what all I'm saying is that he, uh, I, I, no, I'm with you. Wait, let, let me let me start off. I'm with you on the no American savings. This man had <laughs> zero American savings. I'm, I'm with you 100, right? And that's crazy, right? But firefighters don't make bad money. True. They don't. So with that being said, there's a way for them to, and, and he already had a house. You feel he what I'm saying? His own? Yeah, he does own his home. I thought um, I think I missed that part, but okay. So yeah, he remember uh, she she rolled in there and they were they were picking. He was like, "Look at my closet, let her out." And she was like, "Oh, oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. small, right, right." So he owns his home, but so does she, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like that they'll be without like a place to live, right? Until they 
get their together home, right? Right. And not to mention, if it came down to it, if they if she wanted to move into like a bigger house, he could sell his house, and then that's you know over half of what they're gonna pay in Texas, like a quarter. You know what I'm saying? Or what they're gonna pay? For. Yeah. Now, actually, Texas, land is cheap in Texas, but Absolutely. so it's not like he 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 can't. Um, it's not like he cannot contribute if if the nuts and bolts came down to it, right? Like I think that they're. Um, Wait, before we move on though to that point, do you recall after they exchanged the uh, financial information and they showed each other? What did he? She said, "So if we're buying a house, we'll have to start from scratch." And he said, "Yes." Did you miss that part? No, no, no. I, I caught that part. We got to start from part. scratch. Meanwhile, she, she clearly her savings account was fire because his eyeballs was like, oh, that's pretty good. So she must got some money in there. But you telling me as a person with a good amount of coins, I meet another full ass adult and we got to start from scratch because that nigga has a fucking savings account in Columbia. You got me fucked up. Was okay, okay. I'll, I, you know what, Rosie? I'm not even gonna argue with you on this. You, you're right. Um, I, I think that, um, I think that. But what I'm saying is, is like we're looking at it, and uh, Gil, Gil, Gil's my dude, man. Um, to me, I tell you like Gil. <laughs> Gil's my no, nah, man, because I think he's I, he got with with the exception of this American Savings account, which I, I didn't forget about, right? But he he's he's honest, he's funny, he's fucking he he knows how to take the tension out of a situation. He knows how to deal with sensitive situations. He's intelligent. He's got a good job. He's in shape. Like Gil's my dude, right? Like if you could build like the prototype dude, it's Gil. Uh, with the exception of a savings account. Do you think Gil is insecure? I don't think so. You don't think by him bringing up Mirla's money, every chance he gets, she has never one episode I've seen, she has not one time brought up the fact that she got money and he don't. He's the one that's constantly, oh, you're going to buy those. Oh, my wife likes expensive stuff. Oh, my wife is bougie. Damn, my nigga, you the broke one and I'm not talking about it. You keep talking about my money? You don't think that's an insecure thing? No, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's, it's more from a, um, I think it's more of a... Um, I want to live a modest and not flashy lifestyle more so than it is about the money. Yeah, but she's able to maintain her own shit. She's not asking you to do it. And she's able to have a decent ass savings. What's the problem? Let me tell you something. Merely got her shit together. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Merely got her shit together. Okay. She got the red bottoms and the savings account, the master red bottoms. She's good. She's good. Um, So I will say this. Uh, for Gil, that's my one knock on him. Like when it comes to finances, he should just shut the fuck up, nice. right? Because she she admitted to being in love with him, and she knows what's in the savings account. She knows what he makes, blah blah. blah and it doesn't it do, that does not matter to her. Um, I don't think that's the insecurity on his part. I just think that his principles, like I think that he's different with her in that sense, on a fundamental sense, right? In a sense that he can't see the necessity of it. The logic doesn't logic for him. Like you say, the math ain't math. The, the logic ain't logic for him. It's kind of like, yo, okay, cool. You got 90 pair of red bottoms, which we can only wear one pair of shoes at a time. What the fuck are we doing? Like, how much clothes in here that you, you still got tags on? It don't make no goddamn sense. True. I mean, in okay. In some aspect, very small aspect, I get it. I'm, 
I ball on a budget. That's my life. I ball on a budget. I won't say I'm frugal, but I can be frugal. I ball out when I need to ball out. And that's like, you know, for traveling purposes, I don't need to get a new phone every time it comes out. I'm going to keep my shit until it don't work. Okay. Like I can ball on a budget. However, I have dated people that are very into their looks and very into materialistic things. However, the math wasn't mathing. The savings account don't look very good looking. And if the savings account don't look good, but you got all, all the drip on, <laughs> that don't work for me. But that is not Mirla's case. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you got an Hermes belt on, but when your savings account, they say hello to my little friend. Like, what do you, what do you know? That's what I'm <laughs> saying, Papa. Like, that don't look. No, 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 no. You can't do that. But that is not Mirla's case. So the fact that Gil keeps bringing it up, like, I get that may not be your life, but, well... It may cause a problem in one aspect that I just thought of because people like that, let's say gifting and birthdays or just because things to do romantic wise, what he may do for an average girl, he gonna have to drop some bread from Mirla. But if he doesn't believe in spending that certain amount on certain things, but that is the type of request she requests for gifts or she wants, how does that work? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but see, I don't, I don't think that she, she, she doesn't strike me as that kind of girl either, right? What? Uh, as the, as the, like, I need, I need, like, expensive drip. Like, Mirla, because, yo, remember, that, uh, like, earlier in the season, Gil was like, yo, I like chocolate chip cookies. And she baked him a fucking, like, a thousand chocolate chip cookies, True. right? So, like, she seems like she's the more of the thoughtful type of person because she has money. So you, there's nothing that you can buy her that she can't get for herself. So to me... The, the thoughtfulness of it, the thoughtfulness of the gift is what is going to, is going to do it. What I think, I, but I think you have that to also he, remember that Mirla is a negative Nancy. So I think she will bring it facts. up if it's not up to par. And how long is that going to go for a nigga to continue to buy stuff? And you always have a <laughs> negative response. Like, I mean, it's okay, but it could have been bigger. I mean, it's okay, but I would have never got this. Like, and she seems like that person, but it would have to be up to par with what she likes, which Gil doesn't believe in spending that amount to buy anything. So how does that work in the long run? And it's not just for gifts. It's just their lifestyles are different, but I think he has more of a problem than she does about it. And he's uh, a I, I think you're right. No, no, you're you're right. Uh, but even the wedding ring thing, right? In the end, remember um, when he walked in and Pastor Cal was like, yo, is that your wedding ring? And she was like, no, it was ugly. But see, that's 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 the thing, right? So, but it, that all comes along with the same the same aspect, right? Like, you know, I like shit in my in a particular way, so I work my ass off so I can have it in this particular way. Now you're expecting me to compromise when, like, I don't think in this area I should compromise. And she even outright said that shit. She was like, "Yo, if he asked me to change my lifestyle, I'm not doing it." Do you think that's fair for her to feel that way? Um. Well, seeing her savings account, yeah. Yes. Yeah, because she, because she, yeah. So, so she, she had the money. She's living this extravagant life. She's gotten, she got the bag. She got the, uh, the shoes. She, she got it all, and, uh, she's still able to save uh, apparently a pretty oppressive amount, right? So, like, right. so if that's the case, and you know, she's she's balling bigger than he is, he should shut the fuck up about it. It's not his money. Just Do you don't think have joint accounts. Fair for him to want her to dumb her lifestyle down. Uh, no. I so think, you do you I think, think that's that would easily cause the demise of their relationship if that could not be worked out? Where obviously she doesn't feel like she should dumb down her lifestyle, but he thinks that she should, and he keeps bringing it up. Do you think that would be enough to split them up? 
Mm. Yeah, it can, it could. Yeah, yeah it could. Uh, only because it's a persistent problem. You know what I'm saying? Right. Instead, if, if but if she looked at him one day and was like, "Look, I'm not changing my lifestyle. Clearly, I'm better at money than you. Shut the fuck up about money. Let's move forward." Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when you when you get off of that when you get off that fire truck, your dinner's gonna be ready. Just drink this wine and and and, and fuck me like you should, and right. we, we're gonna be good, right? Like um, so but. The fact that he keeps bringing it up uh, is probably going to annoy her. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then that is uh, how many times we're going to have the same conversation type of deal. And now that's going to be defensive. And you know what I'm saying? It, it leads into like a bigger problem than it needs to be. Or he can just move his Colombian savings over to, <laughs> to America. <laughs> but, well, I say that because I say it because in that same scene, you remember when she looked at his Colombian savings, she was like, oh, but we can't touch any of this. Right. right. In other words, so like what he had built up over there was was obviously enough for her to, to respect it at least. So Maybe it, it, see that that wasn't U.S. dollars. Maybe she, her eyes weren't weren't. <laughs> I mean, shit. I heard Colombian. I'm actually planning a trip to Colombia for 2022. So when I get there, I'm gonna let them know I got an American. No, I ain't gonna let them know that I'm gonna get robbed. But I'm sure <laughs> I've heard that the American dollar goes a long way. So I'm sure he's probably. Balling in Colombia money. Well, I could tell you, um, I went to uh Cartagena, Colombia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so they, they have there's two things over there. There's the old town, there's new town, right? Old town is where you do your sightseeing, you take your pictures uh-huh. and everything, and new town is like Vegas, right? Like okay. you know what I'm saying? Um, so when when you when you're over there, yeah, uh one one US dollar is like one eighty five. Or you know, almost like actually, when I went, it was 2014, and it, yeah, it was like 185 then. So I imagine like now with inflation and everything like that, like what what is looking like now. You, but yeah, you 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 do good. I uh, put it like this: the bartender drove a silver E-Class Mercedes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like so. I heard you know it's I mean? really the American dollar goes a long way. So I can only imagine, especially if a firefighter makes a decent amount here, if you send a. De- I mean, again, I don't know, but I really don't understand why he don't have an American savings, like despite the fact that he owns a home, et cetera. Like, obviously, there's some missing pieces. I'm sure Gil knows why he does not have one. I just, I've never heard that before. But there, there was never a need for one. Uh, think about it. Okay, if I'm, if I'm, I got a decent job, I, I get a check coming in every two weeks, right? And it's enough to pay my bills and for me to go out and do whatever the fuck I want to, but I can put my savings account over here. There's never a need for one. Actually, um actually the it, it's a good business move because if he puts his US dollars over there like he's he's balling like a king but say he buys like a, a money marketing account or a CD or something over there right it, it's going a lot further with the interest rate and everything like that so when he does move it over here yeah it's going to it's going to take a take a cut but your dollar amount is going to be your dollar amount and you're not even worrying about it so like uh, I mean so if you were in the dating scene I mean, <laughs> You know the vibes, the wine. So if you were if you were in the dating scene and you met a girl and that was her story and you guys were trying to build and she had a savings account in another country, no savings here, owned her home, would that kind of be a red flag or alarm you in a sense as far as growing with that person, knowing you do have an American savings account, you too own your home, you are kind of prepared in the event something does occur, you have money to tap into, but she doesn't. That wouldn't, you don't think that would be an issue per se? Uh, For me, nah, because, because well, I'm a, I'm a dude, 
right? Yeah. But I can see where you're coming from from like a woman's standpoint, right? Um, but at the same time, like you look at the the fact, okay, they they are at least saving. There there is a savings account. I'd be more concerned if there was zero. Like you know, what I'm saying if you were there is zero anything. in fucking America, okay. <laughs> so I'm glad you got an account in another country. But what the fuck you got here, okay? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I would like, I would love to have been a fly on the wall to hear the um the off the camera conversation because I'm pretty sure that Mirla wouldn't have been satisfied with just like yo, mm. we can't touch this mess here. Like you know, what I'm saying I want to, I want to <laughs> hear what the what the off the camera conversation was like right because ultimately like she she did say yeah so like obviously um she respected whatever reason it was like and you know what i mean like it's usually like i'm glad she's she, she never stunted on him you know what i'm saying like she's she's just like but that's right, what cool, i right. like about mirla because i like mirla is interesting like if you want to talk about carefree i think she's more carefree than rachel mirla just shows up she's existing she wants pretty drinks she wants nice restaurants she wants nice decorations <laughs> in the house what did i ask about the uh the home are you gonna de- um are you guys excited about moving in together she's like yeah i can't wait to decorate that's the only thing she had to say the whole dinner she was thinking about so she's kind of whatever but i like the fact that knowing that she makes more like he keeps saying something like and again, this may be based on conversations they're having behind the scenes, but if you notice, he keeps reiterating, like, you talk down to people if they don't have what you have. So I don't know what she's saying in the background, but she's made it a point not to say that shit on camera. <laughs> I've never heard it. Right. And also, and also, but see, that, that's, that's the thing. That's, a, that's the thing, too. Like, that's what happens. Like, um, that's, that's traditionally what happens when women have more money than men. Right. And that's why I like that. It never works. Right. Right. It, it, it never fucking works. Like everybody <laughs> can talk about like all they want to. Oh, I don't care how much a man makes. You shoot, you treat me like I'm supposed to be. But it never fucking works because the minute, the minute that he strikes a nerve or he strikes the court, you know what? You don't need this shit. Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. No, or you know what I'm saying? You start throwing lines like, "Oh, you're here because I want you to be, not because I need me." Like <laughs> that, that kind of shit, right? And like that, those lines. Those lines don't make me feel good. So like that's, that's why that's why it doesn't work. That's why it doesn't work. They they sting and you get your point off in a minute, but like yo, at, at chip chip, you're chipping away at the relationship block the entire right. time. So um so I, I see what you're saying. Um actually the fact that she makes more money or what have you, but like I think they they were matched because they're supposed to balance each other out. They're supposed she's supposed to loosen Gil up financially and make him realize that he needs some shit. And he's supposed to be like, All right, cool, look, if you keep spending your money on red bottoms, like this ain't this ain't gonna work. Right, right. So, okay, so we went through all five couples. Out of the five, only two stay together. You know the reunion is next week. The reunion looks spicy as shit. I am ready. Um, Bill is like bossing the whole episode and at the end he like gets really pissed at the reunion and he walks out but he's like bawling his eyes out something did not work out well between Gil and Merla because why is this nigga crying so he was crying a lot so I want to see what happens so before we close out the episode I want to know your opinion by the reunion we'll revisit and talk on Twitter later between Rachel and Jose and Gil and Merla Fuck what has been said in the the little Twitter streets or whatever. Who do you think is still together come the reunion? I think Rachel and Jose are still together. And you don't think Gail and Marilyn made it? I want want them to be. (laughs) (laughs) I really want them to work, but you don't think they worked. 
Um, no, nah, especially after like all, all the shit that we just outlined, like right now, right? Like right. I kind of talk myself out of it, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, but I really, I really, I really want them to be. Um, but like you said, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that they, they are. I think that, um, yeah, man, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think Rachel and Jose are because, like, it, you know, it's Sounds hard as fuck to get a divorce in Latin culture. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, society's pressuring you to make it work. Right, um, right. Uh, actually, what well, Gil, Gil and Mirla are Latin too. Actually, uh, huh? yeah, but no, they, no, you know what? They kind of don't give a fuck. Like Mirla, I see. I feel like she'd be fine with the divorce, but Gil looks so hurt in the reunion. Like he, he's yeah. bawling. Like I'm just like, what? I, I'm dying to know. Like what's causing him to cry as much as he is? Because he's usually called cool, calm, cool, collective. Right. He's helping out the other couples, but the fact that he can't stop crying and then sometime towards the end he like walks off damn you know what i'm saying like i want to know what happened so i mean th those those yeah, are yeah. about married at first sight uh houston season okay um obviously mm. you and i will talk after the reunion because i'm sure we'll have more to talk about um, <laughs> after sure. out. but thank you Dewan, for joining me to to have this rundown we we talked about a lot but if you watch the season i know people will have a lot to say about this episode so that's a good thing <laughs> yo thanks thanks for allowing me to come on here man I'm, I'm happy to see somebody that's like as big of a fan as i am i didn't even know until one day i saw like you tweet something i was like yo that's my <laughs> shit what's up <laughs> yeah and we're like heavily invested in like actually like going through each episode and then it's so funny because we'll be like so did you watch it and you're like no all right come back let me know and then we'll tweet like we'll go back and forth the whole thread on our opinion of the episode I really enjoy that that's pretty cool because I do do that a lot with women but the fact that I'm able to go back and forth and get a male's perspective and you're able to get a woman's perspective on the same show I think that's pretty yeah. dope. So I love that we were able to do this. So if you could let the listeners know, Dewan, where they can find you, your platform, you have a lot going on. So tell them everything. A fact. Um, okay. So uh, let me start at the beginning. First, please pick up a <laughs> copy of Dear Dominic available on Amazon.com as we speak. Uh, be on the lookout for the Keep It G uh, book, The Guide to Desire Outcomes for Men, that actually is going to be edited by uh, Court. Um, so, nice. uh, yeah, keep uh, keep a lookout for that uh, around March timeframe on Netflix. I have a movie coming out. It's entitled Birth. Uh, shout to Cherish Blossom uh, for giving me the role of Derek in that movie. Um, Grow Man Logic podcast on all streaming platforms. Um, Dewan O'Neill one over on Instagram. If you're just trying to see what's up with me, um, I think I think that's it. He yeah, thinks I think that's, that's it, it, but you gonna catch him on everybody else's platform and <laughs> everywhere that he just listed. So again, thank you, listeners, for tuning into this special episode. And until next time, bye. Peace.